Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Black and Save. I'm one of your hosts, Kai Green, and I'm Dr. Keisha. Listen, you all know how we like to start this podcast off. Let me ask my beautiful, brilliant, positively radiating co-host over here, Dr. Keisha, how are you doing today? I am well. Friend. <laughs> what? I'm, <on>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Got- I'm tired. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. It's, I've started waking up early, probably since last year. That's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's good. I get a lot of things done. Like this morning, I mean, I woke up super early because I was, um, you know, traveling back and forth or whatever. And so I got home like around 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to just go take my walk now. Wow. So by like 7.30, I'd already take my walk, shower. Like, so what happens with this early morning thing, and it's not usually that early, but with me starting my day earlier um, than historically, <laughs> um, I'm done by like 3.30, 3, 3.30. Okay. Um, and so where we have like an hour time difference, Yep. But you're a super busy person. <laughs> so <laughs> you're not available till later in the day. And so that's how we get on. I'm just like, <sighs> bless your heart. So I'm fine. But uh, I, I just be tired, which okay. it kind of works out for y'all, actually, because my filter is a little bit turned down when I'm tired, which is probably uh-huh. why I say all kinds of crazy stuff here. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. Don't take my like uh-huh. demeanor or tone for that I'm not well. It's just uh-huh. that I'm tired. Okay. Um, I'll be taking naps now. Wow, look at you taking naps. Like you are you you just go to sleep or you have to take something? No. Like oh, okay. So before before last year, mm-hmm. before 2020. I could not take naps, not because I didn't want to, but because if I took a nap, it meant I wouldn't sleep at night. Right. Now I take naps and I sleep at night. (laughs) Well, in uh, in honor, I don't know if I can say in honor of, but it is Hispanic Heritage Month. And so, you know what? I'll praise and honor be to the siesta. You got the siesta. You got it. Hey, shout out, shout out. Come on. Yeah. I mean, granted that the siesta kind of comes out of Spain and they have been the oppressor for all these years. But, you know, anyway. Let me have that one. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm, I'm great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped up. Uh, I had some pre-workout earlier this afternoon and it's still coursing through my veins. So that's probably where some of my energy is coming from. I have a weird question for you. You just threw your hands up and I noticed that they're pretty well manicured. That's interesting. My, my fiance said that. She was like, you take care of your hands and I do not. Because so I was going to ask you a question about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm but, listening to one now. Yeah, what's up? Well, I had this conversation um, with one of my brothers over the weekend and, and I get I'm being totally unfair here. Um, and then I, I was at the nail salon yesterday and, and it happened. Um, men at the nail salon. 
Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's an invasion. Oh, so wait, that's a what? I feel like it's an invasion. Really? I mean, so like, like, what are you doing in this sacred space? Oh, no. No. But I appreciate a good manicure and a pedicure. Okay. On a gentleman. But I mean, okay. Mm, this is bad. So I know I'm probably being hypocritical, but it's just how I feel. I mean, I'm really, I get it, but they're starting, I think, aren't they starting, I think they're starting to offer it more in traditional barbershops. You know what I'm saying? Like, not traditional, that's not fair, but like these more upscale ones they're trying to do where you get cigars and drinks and... Yeah, so then that was his, uh, my brother's response was like, well, how long... Have women been invading barbershops? And I was like, hey, you got a point. I'm just saying, this is how I feel. But I appreciate that you have a manicure. And I'm glad, again, me and me and your fiance, we're on the same page here. I don't get it. But yeah, I feel like I don't. Do you, just, do you just like keep them short and then that's it? I try to cut them. I don't like, I don't like, I I, I have a, I don't like having fingernails. Like, yeah. is, and I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but it's just something about whenever a dude, I'm sorry, y'all. Primarily when men have fingernails and I can hear them like, ooh, like that, you hear them flicking. Oh, ooh. man. It just, I'm like, ah, it, it just bothers me. And I think too, let me be fair because somebody will be like, oh, are you saying a man can't? No, you can have fingernails. The tendency, what I've experienced though, is when people have them, they be dirty. And that's just not, that's not, yeah. that's not cool. Um, yeah, so the, we'll put this out because, um, you know, and get, I know I'm gonna get a lot of crap. I got a lot of crap on the last little video I put out. What? About what? About the shrimp curry. Oh my gosh. We need the, we need the mess. No? Can't have it? Well, you don't understand why I got crap about it. Oh, because you, is an Indian place? Well, so no, like, okay, so I'm Trinidadian. Yep. And when we talk about curry dishes, we usually put the word curry in front of the dish. Okay. So if I were to make it, I would say that I made curry shrimp uh-huh. or curry chicken. There's this whole debate within the Caribbean West Indian community because there are people that are Guyanese and Guyana is technically on the continent of South America, but their Caribbean culture because mm-hmm. they say chicken curry mm-hmm. and everybody else in the Caribbean says curry chicken. Yeah. So I put this on my IG <laughs> and folks were like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, we don't say that. And I acknowledge that if I make it, I will say that I have made curry shrimp. I have a friend that she loves when I make curry shrimp. Uh-huh. Right. However, I purchased it from an Indian restaurant mm-hmm. and the item on the menu said shrimp curry. Uh-huh. So I honored that. Right. Come on. But it was a whole, there was a whole debate. There was a whole thing under the post. Then I'm a part of this group chat. There was a whole thing. People said stuff to me actually, like to my face, like they actually verbalized and vocalized how they felt about it. So we'll put the nail, you know, men and nails grooming yeah. out there and 
Yeah, if y'all got something to say about it, you know what? Try Jesus, don't try me. Huh? Because I throw hands in Jesus' name. I just need y'all to know. If y'all haven't heard that song, please go check it out. It's hilarious. Um, but I was, oh, well, I really have nothing else to say because you asked me how I was doing. Overall, I'm doing good. Everything's going well. Um, we, I think, have a DJ uh, for the wedding. Finally. Yes, the wedding's coming up. Coming up, coming up, coming up in November. Yes, so that's yes. good. Um, I have We have a few more decisions to make. Uh, need to finalize some decoration stuff. I, I was kind of, we were kind of like not quite sure we wanted to do on a couple of things, but all this falling into place. So I'm excited. Like it's almost, almost time. Praise the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. Bless it. Bless it. Bless it. But yeah, that's, that is really what's going on with me, my friend. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about this week? Well, you know, we try to dive into it. Um, we've been, we usually try to talk about a couple of things going on in the black community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I cannot miss this opportunity to speak peace and blessings to all the other fans out there that were like me, of Anthony Johnson. Anthony is gone on to be to the other side. I guess I can say I could put it that way. Such shocking news to have to get that. And um, for those of you that don't know, well, don't do that. I, I, because you're, you're being petty. Am I being petty? I'm trying and to. Anybody, for those of you that don't know, I saw the word Anthony, what's his name? Johnson. Oh I almost God. said Anderson because I know who that is. But I saw the word Anthony Johnson on our notes for the show and I said, who, who was that? What did he do? And then you said, yeah, that was like Friday. And I said, I ain't never seen Friday. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know that this dude died over the week. Yeah. So it seemed like he was really young. And so I'm like, man, why do people keep dying? People keep dying young. So it's it's really sad. Um, But I I don't have that deeper level of appreciation that you're bringing now um, because I I ain't never seen the movie or the show. That breaks, yeah, that makes my neck my neck and my back hurt. You won't even get that reference because you've not seen the movie. So- I got people, the neck and back reference. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm not talking about Kia. Oh. See, look, look, my neck, oh, you, oh, that is not, <laughs> that is, pastor does not know about that song at all, at all. Mm, um, you know what we need to do? We need to ask our list. We got to put a list of movies together called Has Keisha Seen This? Because how have you, like, not knowing, I don't, how? I don't know. I don't know how you spent. I don't enough, know. What, what year did that come out? I don't. <laughs> you don't even know. You and this fan. Because <laughs> I'd be hot. You know I'd be hot in this apartment. If I put my uh, AC on, you go, it's going to be mad loud. And the... the <laughs> Uh, curtain's gonna be blowing and you're gonna be laughing. You're not gonna be able to focus. Let me get my real church fan. Hold on. Y'all, Dr. Keisha just grabbed a sheet of loose leaf paper or no, something. No, I didn't. I, I picked up an envelope, but I got my, my fan. And just started fan and like, this is completely normal. Uh, you know I'd be hot. I don't know why this is not normal. Yeah, listen, y'all, put it in the comments. We're gonna we're gonna make a list of movies Dr. Keisha. Has the, 
put if you want me to have, let's find out if dr keisha have seen these classic black movies all right go ahead ask me i'll tell you no i want them to put it like put it in the comments and then i'm going to ask you on the show all or right. yeah so i already know i ain't seen a bunch of stuff i know you've not seen anything not God. anything you've not you've not okay the color purple of course i don't don't why you get mad at me shrimp curry curry shrimp Mama Sita, Mama Hedema. I'm go. My name's Squeak. All right. Uh, Who that woman, Harpo? <laughs> okay, what's love got to do with it? I love Harpo. Okay, I'm sorry. What's love got to do with it? Eat the cake. Okay, watch it. Now, I, this is going to be a little bit different. On nights like this, I wish raindrops would fall. Is that... um? Oh gosh, it's the fake, the fake thing. <laughs> what? With Leon is in it, right? Okay. Oh, what's the name? The oh, nights like this. I wish raindrops would fall. Oh, what's the name of the fake group? I don't know. You're giving me heart palpitations. The I feel oh. like I'm like my heart is like beating like it beat like five times really hard. I can't. Not the, the five heartbeats, the five heartbeats. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, those clues were on the nose. You're welcome. No, but you know, when you're having, I'll teach about this in my class in the memory oh, chapter. On. When you're having the tip of the tongue phenomenon, it's just not, uh -huh. you know what it is you want to say, but it's just not coming out. I, I hear you. I hear you. I see. I've seen a couple of shows, movies. You did pretty good. I I did not think you were going to know the five heartbeats. I really didn't. Yeah. But you did better than I expected. Is to. that the one where they're like, "Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis"? No, let's not do that. That's the temptation. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> At least you know the line. At least you know the line. You you had to push your luck, friend. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Okay. Know when to walk away and know when to sit on the curb and eat your curry. So also, as we talk about Black folks in memoriam, we also want to take a moment here to big shout out to the Van Peebles family. Melvin Van Peebles um, has, has, has moved on, has left this, this glimmer of a world behind. I was sending love, peace, prosperity to his family, loved ones, fans, everyone out there. And then for, do you, how much do you know about Melvin Van, Van Peebles? Do you know? So I know he is like the father of Mario Van Peebles. Um, they had a show together. Was it Spoon? Somebody Spoon? Sorry. Look up the Spoon show. The Spoon show? Look up Melvin. Look up Van Peebles and Spoon. I think it was a show. Sonny Spoon, Sonny Spoon stars Mario Van Peebles as Sonny, a hip black private investigator who uses his street smarts and cool persona to solve crimes. And and the daddy be on, would be on there sometimes. So I remember that. Um, and I think he just did a lot of stuff. And when I say a lot of stuff, I think he opened his own doors in Hollywood, it feels like. You know, it's always been a struggle for Black actors, directors, creatives to carve out a space in Hollywood. And I think he he did that um, with a lot of the work that he did. So that's what I know about him. 
Well, there you go. That's actually that's pretty good. That's 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 more than than what I knew. I knew he was. And I'm for real. Like I I knew of him more so his son, but like I knew he was into film. I knew he had some breakthrough projects there, and definitely he was a you know just like a I guess I would say a forerunner for many black actors and people mm -hmm. in as well so just want to give him a shout out for that but this character this this spoon character is actually yeah. pretty hilarious if people want to just go out and take a look at that um so yeah so to the van people's family thank you so much for your sacrifices that have allowed us to be where we are uh and we just thank you for paving a way forward for us uh, so i just wanted to make sure we took some time carve out that time honor some some people that we lost uh since we last got together and mm -hmm. um from there, honestly, I kind of, I don't know, I have a couple of things that caught my attention, uh, some of which is foolishness. Well, a little bit of foolishness, right? Um, talking about, I, what's a proper way to say this? Swollen gonads? Is that, can I say that? You could be like the Trinidadian reporter that referred to it as a flat tire, but. As a flat tire? Come on. Why would you? That is rude. That is rude. In I'm case, just going to tell the people what she's talking I'm just going to say, in case you all missed it, this was, I forgot what day, but last week, um, Nicki Minaj, who, I, you know what, no, keep it on track. Nicki Minaj took to Twitter to basically, she was going through this set of tweets about why she was not going, I guess it was to the Met Gala or something like that, and then got to talking about COVID. They were requiring tests. She didn't want to be tested. And then she got around to, to talking about how, she, you know, you at some point. Tweet. I should read the tweet. Well, she, she got around to some point, you know, kind of saying that, well, you know, I'll take the uh, I'll take the vaccine at some point. But right now I don't want to. And kind of besides. And then she like anyway, she throws this uh, this tweet out here about how uh <laughs> How it affected someone uh, that that she knew. Um, I'm doing I'm doing air quotes here, and I'm going to let me pull that up. I'm, I'm gonna read it. Oh my gosh, swollen testicles! I'm about to cut the silence out. Twitter. <laughs> Dang it! Hold on, that's not it. The White House invited me, I think, to step in. Come on now. Nikki Minaj. Swollen nuts. <laughs> okay, maybe this is Okay. So Nick Minaj takes to Twitter, and then this is what she tweets. It says, my cousin. In Trinidad, hey Keisha, playing. Won't uh, get no, 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 no. Huh? We're not gonna do that. What? What I do? Because no, we're not gonna do that. Okay. So Nicki Minaj says, "My cousin in Trinidad, you're Trinidadian, right?" The only Nicki we acknowledge is Nicki Crosby. <laughs> My cousin in Trinidad, and I'm saying that on behalf of Trinidadians there and abroad. <laughs> My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. 
not bullied. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think the term that the kids would use from that point on, uh, uh, just a slew of people decided they were going to, <clears throat> what's the word, drag Nikki? Is that, is that? Well, some people dragged, some people hopped on her bandwagon. And uh, can we just, you want to break it? You want to break down the tweet? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do here? I don't. Whatever you want to do. I, I I have succinct thought here because it's just really sad in my head. But it feels like you might have something with this breaking it down. So let's do that. And besides, it does mention Trinidad in it. So if I, I'm assuming there's a personal angst that might be in the midst of this tweet for you. Like I said, the only Nikki we acknowledge <laughs> is Nikki Crosby. Who's Nikki Crosby? She's a Trinidadian comedian. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, in this case, Nikki, who's talking about her cousin, is Trinidadian. But y'all, listen, I'm not, I can't tell you what to do about the vaccine. I'm, I'm just going to like put that aside for a second. And I, I'm going to try to stick to this tweet for just, just a second because you're saying, or like you're putting dis, disinformation out there. I don't know of the vaccine causing people's nuts to stop functioning. And then if you're talking about somebody that's getting ready for a wedding, it come on, y'all. Y'all know what this is. Do I have to say it out loud? Well, okay, let's, let's do this. So, is this. Go ahead. Anytime somebody starts out a sentence with my cousins, friends, aunties, uncle, as we say in Trinidad, Nenen, brother. Come on, Nenen. <laughs> <laughs> no brought up seat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, anything that comes after that is usually not factual. Right? Anything mm -hmm. that starts out with that. I don't know what the American equivalent of that is. Uh, um, a friend of a friend, my mom and them, what had happened was. Right, what had happened was. That's the equivalent <laughs> of what had happened was, right? So you're saying that he took the vaccine, he became impotent, and he has swollen testicles. A flat tire. Sounds, or as um, JW, <laughs> the um, Trinidadian news anchor said, and if y'all haven't seen the clip on Trevor Noah, um, it's quite hilarious. Because basically he's like, Nikki, like, why are you letting everybody know this man has a flat tire, right? right. Um, it sounds like he has an STD. The, uh, the, so let's start there, right? Not SWV, STD. A STD, a STI, like whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that's what it sounds like he has. It was funny on Twitter. People were just like, sounds like chlamydia, sis. <laughs> like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> so if as a result of those symptoms, his fiance was like, I'm not doing this. Right. I mean, it's right? Not but let's say, let's say for argument's sake, and not even for argument's sake, because like you said, there aren't, there's no scientific <laughs> evidence that this, you know, this is factual. <laughs> You've been practicing your vows, friend. You're gonna do traditional vows or you're gonna write your own vows or you're gonna sing your vows. What you gonna do? I am writing my own vow, my own okay. vows. And when I tell you they will be pristine. Okay. Ooh. Well, 
When people go the traditional route, one of the vows is in sickness or in health. Well. And so if in your sickness, cousins, friends, brother, mm-hmm. um, sis was like, I don't want to marry you. I don't think she was the one for you to get married to. Uh, right. No, no. And it wasn't, it's, it was not the vaccine that did this to him. It was probably some bad, but another V word. How about that? Uh, kind of, I'm sorry. He got a hold of something. Oh, that the hold of something. Or something the other that... thing is Trinidad is a small place. Well, by now, everybody <laughs> knows who all her cousins are. <laughs> by process of elimination, we can figure out who was about to get married. <laughs> so now everybody knows this man is walking around with a flat tie and swollen balls. Swollen. You have a platform, like you have told the entire world what's happening in this man's pants, oh. right? Then, uh huh, come on. She, um, there was a news reporter that was trying to get in contact with her cousin or something like that. She mm-hmm. put all that information out. Um, people have started harassing the woman. She put out, I believe, the woman's phone number. Um, then she went on, I think, IG Live and said something about there's no Instagram and Trinidad. Like, and 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 so here's the thing with like why I say the only Nikki we recognize is Crosby. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and this is a point of contention, but a lot of people will say that she doesn't really represent the country. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like she's Jamaican because she's always speaking in a Jamaican accent. Like she doesn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Rihanna is synonymous with Barbados. Like, like, so a lot of people like Nikki doesn't do anything. And then there was an incident last carnival where I know church people, I know y'all don't go to carnival or whatever, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, it was like a two-day celebration in the streets it's like Mardi Gras um mm. and one of the local artists was like trying to dance with her and her <laughs> husband shoved him he's like an icon he shoved one of our cultural icons away and she didn't even like you know what I mean yeah. and so that's why like a lot of Trinidadians are just like this is what you're putting us on the map for Mm-mm. no thank you but shout out to jw and shout out to the minister of health because they both um have been on international platforms just really like you know speaking intelligently to the matter um and then there was something else that i was gonna say about the whole thing oh well you know like the like the 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 real truth behind this right well, right so that's what i was gonna say okay okay go right? ahead so so um, it's come to my attention via social media <laughs> that, and we've known, like, it's been this whole thing around her husband being, um, having to register as a sex offender mm-hmm. because um, there is evidence that he raped a woman some years ago violently at knife point. And I believe some sort of like court case was forthcoming. And so it feels like this is just like a huge distraction to take away from that. And um, the woman actually was on The View this week. 
And a lot of people, you know, had opinions, like, what is she trying to do? But she really, from my understanding, spoke to the fact that um, they've tried to buy her off repeatedly. Yep. Um, and it started because when he moved to LA, he didn't register as a sex offender. And he was arrested for that, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to get her to recant her story so that the charges can be dropped and he doesn't have to register. And basically, like she says that she's been harassed for the past couple of years by any number of people um, coming out of that camp. And she's just like, this happened to me. And I know like people, you know, I've heard people make statements like, well, I would have took the money or this, that, and a third. Like this woman was violently attacked she she has this trauma that she's living with and shout out to her and kudos to her to be able to stand up and say this is who I am and I'm not taking this Mm -hmm. and so this huge distraction um you know it just people mess up and they make mistakes in their lives. But why are you taking down so many people with you Thank in you. order to cover this thing Thank up? You. Like, that's not okay. Thank you. Like, that's what, like, listen, your husband pled guilty, okay? Guilty to fail to register as a sex offender. Like, dude did that. You all, you know this, law, this lawsuit is going. But then to just to top it all off, you are out here actively participating in misinformation just to to obfuscate the other stuff that's going on in your life. And like, I joke like, you know, and try to make light of something so I can process and get through the day. But it's like the difference between a person just like doing something wrong. And then the point at which, you know what, that's just evil. That, like, that's just, that is really messed up beyond some just regular messed up type of stuff. So you, you're going to come out here and lie for Kenneth Petty. That's what you did. That's what you did. I... Deep sigh. I don't even know. Sick and shut in or the shut out and, and sick in list. I don't even know where to put her. Um, we're going to hope that you get better, though, sis. Because that's... Yeah. I'm just going to stop. Yeah. So that's, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, I mean, everybody's getting a good laugh out of the swollen balls and all of that. Um, But there's, there's, there's something deeper that we're being distracted from. Um, And yeah. Yeah. I pray that her soul finds the peace it's looking for. How about that? How about that? Moving right along. (laughs) I'm gonna move on, doctor. You got something else you want to say about her? We go because mm, I don't really want to talk to her about her at all. But you want to talk about her? Well, um, she, I, no, no, no. Why don't you understand what I'm saying to you? Trump Curry. <sighs> um. <laughs> um. You made other me forget inside. what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> I was going to say, well, in other exciting news, not only do I like to talk about some of the ratchet stuff going on in the community, but also like to take a look and see what's happening over in the Christian world. This week, or this past week, this week, best-selling Christian <laughs> author and speaker Josh McDowell had to step back from his ministry following comments he made at a recent meeting of the American Association of Christian Counselors. 
Uh, he was there doing a talk about the five greatest global epidemics, of which one of one of which he referred to as CRT. CRT. Uh, he told this room full of counselors that CRT negates all the biblical teaching. Negates all the biblical teaching about racism because it focuses on systems rather than the sins of the human heart and said today's definition of social justice is not biblical. And I quote, there's no comparison to what is known today as social justice with what the Bible speaks of as justice. With CRT, they speak structurally. The Bible speaks individually. Make sure that you get that. That's a big difference, he says. Excuse me? I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you... You, you. <laughs> I guess the Bible spoke about the children of Israel individually and not the system of oppression that was taking place in Egypt. Okay, sir. Right, right. Like, again, what Bible are you reading? Huh? He also went on, let me, before we dive all the way into it, he, went on, he also went on to say that all Americans have equal opportunities to succeed. Oh, excuse me, not all, excuse me. And he's, he says, they don't, folks. Uh, I do not believe Blacks, African-Americans, and many other minorities have equal opportunity. Why? Most of them grew up in families where there is not a big emphasis on education, security. Uh, you can do anything you want. You can change the world. If you work hard, you'll make it. So many African-Americans don't have those privileges like I was brought up with. The interesting part of that, though, is that most of them grew up in families where there was no big emphasis on education, security. Excuse me? You I want to know what Black family he grew up in. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> because clearly his mama never had told him, you better know your schoolwork the way you know them lyrics. No way. <laughs> like, I don't know, sir. I don't, I don't know what. Black family, you this, grew up in. No, this dude was really, really tripping. So now, of course, you know, he's going out to Twitter and the social media places to, to put all these statements out, you know, I apologize and yada this and yada that. But it, it, it can I say that it grinds my gears to hear people, listen, when people come to me with this mess, yeah, CRT, he says that it speaks to a system and not to individuals. Sir, I have to ask the question, just on the, on the surface, is it not clear that when, <laughs> that when the word of God impacts how we interact with the world, that the church, which is a system, plugs into the city, plugs into the state, plugs into the you nation? Know what you're, you know what you're not getting? What am I getting? You're not getting. What I'm not getting. Some of these people don't live in the same world that we live in. Are they? Are they? They on another plane? They live in a different world. They in a different world. It's a different. World. Not 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 that different world. <laughs> Where's the Wayne Wayne when you need him? Not that different. They they don't live. They don't live in our everyday reality, right? And I mean, so much of what he says just like it's just like so wrong. Um, 
<laughs> and I think the reason why he's taking a step back, I, I was saying this to you earlier, is that he's been embraced by largely Black um, audiences um, because of focus, his focus on family and dating and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think he's probably been embraced on, on both sides. And so um, it, it says that he's take, he's going to enter into a season of listening. Um, but it's like... <laughs> all right sir if you want to listen go ahead and listen i'm like you 82 years old like what you been doing like <laughs> like where you been that's what look that was like other, that was the other reason i'm i was like i was cackling because i was like i don't know this dude was born in 1939 you done lived through some things you ain't heard none of that <laughs> you didn't you didn't hear you didn't hear them in the 50s going into the 60s you didn't hear martin luther king jr you did not hear malcolm x you did not um you lived through the civil rights act the folding act you lived through segregation you lived through desegregation you lived through black lives matter you saw the world was burning last year what were you intentionally plugging your ears? <laughs> oh, yo, I can't stop. He was born in 1939. You seen you you, you didn't hear none of that. <laughs> no. How? And that's what I'm saying. Like you have to live in a different world where like you believe that education and security is not important in the black community? Like, are you dumb? <laughs> you were born in night, you are present day Methuselah. Like, how? <laughs> like, how? I don't think you're you, okay. Again, it, it it's wrong because it's social justice, like, it negates all the biblical teaching about racism because it focuses on systems rather than sins of the human heart. And I'm gonna say this, I, I just, cause, I, cause I, I, I have to get this out. I am really tired and I'm perplexed by people failing to look their own responsibility in the face. Be it whatever creed, color, denomination that you are, it is super, I'm gonna say super duper, <laughs> upsetting because we want to turn around and say that oh because something's a part of a system or because of x y and z it's too big to fail or it's too hard to change or for that reason we're not supposed to uh try to make it any better and that's a bunch of bull that is a bunch of bull i am so sick of as christians well i'm just gonna go pray about it pray about it but if god leads you to act act stop couching our our responsibility to act on our fear or our desire to hold on to control, power, or ignorance. It's, <laughs> we cannot create long-term change without affecting systems. Everything that we do ties into a system. So it's just idiotic to think that it has to, that it only happens at an individual level. That's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. The church doesn't work like that. So why the H-E double hockey sticks? <laughs> well, we expect us making change to just be about one-on-one conversions without that accumulating into a group or a system so that we can have a wide, large impact or a large and broad swaths of change and impact. That's idiotic. 
And I would expect an 82-year-old man, excuse me, an 82-year-old person, because I'm talking very broadly here, to have more knowledge than that. But you know what is clear to me? That at 82 years of age, if you've watched, just as Dr. Keisha so elegantly went through, if you've watched all this crap and you've not learned anything yet, then I, like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to, you don't need the book because you lived it. But that's what I'm saying. He didn't live in. That's what I'm saying. Like they live in a different world. And that like, it, there's two parts of this for me, right? Mm -hmm. There's one part where you live in a world of privilege where things just work a certain way. And right. if it doesn't work a certain way for somebody else, then it's on that person, right? Mm -hmm. And, right. and yeah. it's, it's right. And so there's that, well, what I was able to do it, and this person was able to, and I have this one black friend and he was able to do it, arguments that enter in at this stage, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's a part of it where folks that are in ministry don't live in the real world. This is, okay, come on, come on. Come, you right? on it. And look, I get having a calling on your life from a young age, um, but if all you've ever done is live in a church community, grow up in a church community. Um, you've only ever worked at churches. You've, you've only ever interacted with church folk. You don't know what the vast majority of your congregation is experiencing. Mm -hmm. That's true. And you are, un, you are unwilling to practice empathy in its truest form which is to step into somebody else's shoe. Yeah. And I've said this before. I've said this to you a number of times. This is why women's ministry just don't work for me. Mm -hmm. Because people leading women's ministries just all over the world, right? Usually, I'm sure there are exceptions. Usually that they've lived, breathed church, you know, sometimes you have women who have phenomenal ministries that have come through some sort of trauma and mm. now they're leading in that way. Um, but again, you're living and breathing and that's who you work with and that's who you interact with and that's who your friends are. And that's, you know, you go home and you go to church and you go to work and it's all in the same place. And so you don't understand what it's like for somebody who is, you know, single at a particular age or right. divorced at a particular age, or um, working a job, you know, in the secular, quote unquote, secular world, mm -hmm. right? Like, there's, there's just this naivety that people hold on to, and they preach the gospel through that naivety, mm. or they, they preach a version of the gospel through that naivety. Mm. And I think these are the same folks who was just kind of like, well, Jesus, you eating with the thieves and the prostitutes? Like, what's up? You mm. know what I mean? And so I think, again, how could you have lived through this time and this space and still sit there and say, I don't know. I didn't mm -hmm. hear. Mm -hmm. That's what I call willful ignorance. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's hard. It's, it, and I'm like. And <laughs> uh -huh. with this white gospel, there is the, the propensity to pathologize Black people and their issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And to say, well, 
inequality exists because black people have these issues mm -hmm. and they have these issues because of the homes they were raised in, because of the values that they were raised with. Mm -hmm. uh, but truth be known, if you're ignoring the systems that created, mm -hmm. right, and caused the black family, the quote unquote black family, I don't know who these people are. I mean, uh -huh, I'm this monolith of the black family that people are perpetuating where there's like the single mom or the single dad, or there's drugs, mm -hmm. or there's alcohol, there's no education, there are no values. Mm -hmm. I am sorry, but I don't think that there is one white person on God's green earth that was raised better than me, mm -hmm. that was raised with more biblical values than me, mm -hmm. right? And so when, you, when that's your default, yep. then that means that you are actually not walking Christ-like mm -hmm. mm -hmm. because you're pretty much being like the people who was throwing the stones at the lady who was found in adultery. Well. Where's the person she was with? What created this issue? Are you sure this is what was happening when you walked up? Right. But you have these blinders on and you have this viewpoint of a people and you're utilizing that to reinforce um, and to validate your woeful ignorance and your racism at the end of the day. Right, right. Sorry. By any means necessary wanting to retain your power uh, not facing the truth of what it is that you, of the world in which your decisions has wrought, have wrought. There you go. Get the words out. So no, I agree, Dr. Kishi. I mean, I just, I'm, this was challenging. You know, um, you would think, you know, you, you want to give your life to Christ. You've been around all this time and this is the best you have to offer. And it's, it's sad. And it, it, it makes me lose a little bit hope of, of, of younger people a little bit because I'm like, man, if this guy can't see it, like <laughs> there are at least two or three generations that he has raised up with this mess. With this man, come yeah. Grandfathered in, literally. Um, I don't know, friend. So I hope y'all heard a lot of what was just said there. <laughs> Thinking about this, if you have some friends that might be of the Caucasian persuasion uh, that are just looking for something interesting, uh, you know, share this podcast with them. Let them know that we were talking about the uh, <laughs> the the illustrious, could I say, Josh McDowell? Yeah, uh, when you sent me the thing, I was like, not Josh McDowell, because I've, I've I've been exposed to so much of his teaching again from Black people, uh -huh. um, <laughs> and he's eighty-two. Why you could have just said nothing. You could have just went back on some of your other quotes over your 82 years of life and just left this alone. You know what's something that I tell my students when we get into conversations about culture, there's something that I say, I want you to give me examples, but only give me examples that you have lived about your culture. Because when we get into the they and them, misinformation is, is shared. Uh-huh. Uh-huh and misunderstanding is that mm -hmm. embellished. So let's yeah. speak about your culture and, and your norms. Like don't, 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 don't speak on us, okay? Mm -hmm. Keep our name out of your mouth, Josh. Is that, oh, wow, y'all. Wow. Well, Dr. Keisha, uh, do you wanna kinda, <laughs> she's got a business face on. Do you wanna give us some closing thoughts and we'll get ready to open the doors of the church and let the people out today? Gosh, we spoke about so many things. You know, um, I there's so much going on 
And mm-hmm. I keep saying in a lot of ways, 2021 is harder than 2020. And I, and I think it's part of it is because we feel like we survived 2020 and it was so unexpected and it was just so crazy that it had to get better, right? Like sure. that's the way seasons are supposed to work. Yeah. Right. After a difficult season, you should have a better season. Um, And so I think the one thing that I want to say to folks is, um, you know, just if you don't feel like it's a better season, that's okay. And if it is and there are things in your life that you can celebrate um, and rejoice in, I encourage you to grab hold to those things. Um, As you pointed out, there's so much evil in the world and there's so much evil inside of people um, that impacts us as a community um, and as individuals, that if there are things that you can celebrate, um, hold on to those things and hold on to those things strongly. Um, And if there aren't things that you can celebrate, then you, you need to hold on to the word of God. Like you really need to think about you know, practicing gratitude, all the things that God has done for you. Because when we look at people, they are fallible. Amen. (laughs) When we look at ourselves, we are fallible. We don't always have the most eloquent response. We don't always have the most mature response. I think you've um, probably recognized by now that both myself and my co-host were petty. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Um... We have to try to be better and do better, uh, but we're not always perfect in that. And so just, you know, extend some grace to yourself, extend grace to those around you. And, you know, what's that verse? Uh, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, um, whatsoever things are, I don't know, right? Lovely. Um, yeah. Think on those things. Yeah. Um, because if we think about this hot mess of a pirate's dish that we still in, <laughs> Oh, we will not have good days. So think of the things that are lovely. Do that. And if you do that, you'll figure out whether or not it's shrimp curry or curry shrimp and everything will be right in the world. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Well, listen, the doors of the church are open. We want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, one more quick thing. If you have theology questions, I am in school now. So please drop your questions. I'll be glad to try to tackle them. We had a discussion on the inheritance earlier today which was fascinating. So yeah, drop your questions below uh, if you have some of those as well. If you have movies that you want to know if Dr. Keisha has watched, we're going to black movie test her. Go on and drop those in the comments or hit me up directly with those because you can find me at Kai Green Speaks and... You can find me at Dr. Keisha. That's D-R underscore K-E-I-S-H-A. Um, go ahead and send things to us at Black and Save. That's Black dot saves on instagram shout out to monique for sending us that funny video appreciation afrobeat y'all afrobeat that's all i got to say all right y'all we'll catch you next time bye